Hello and welcome. You are listening to Patrick Boyle on Finance, a podcast exploring ideas from quantitative finance, examining events occurring in markets right now and financial history to see what lessons can be taken away, including interviews with some of the most interesting people in the world of finance. To learn more about the podcast, visit onfinance.org. U.S. regulators announced last week that they're suing Gemini Trust Company, a retail crypto lending product run by the Winklevoss twins and Genesis Global Capital, for breaking securities rules. The SEC says that the two firms illegally raised billions of dollars from hundreds of thousands of retail investors through the Gemini Earn program. Now look, I've felt that regulators should have cracked down on the Winklevoss twins for quite some time now. Not so much for their crypto shenanigans, but for their music. My friend Darren, who runs the How Money Works YouTube channel, sent me a link to their band Mars Junction, terrible band name, a few days ago. And I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive him for that. I'm not one for stirring up online hate mobs, but if you happen to have opened up another YouTube tab to check out their music when I mentioned the name of the band, don't blame me. I feel I warned you. Instead, go over to How Money Works and leave an angry comment under one of his videos. It's his fault. So anyhow, there is no music regulator to protect listeners. I'm really not a proponent of excessive regulation, but equally, music festival goers should not be subjected to DJ Diesel, the CEO of Goldman Sachs, either. But in the way that Al Capone was taken down for tax evasion rather than his more serious criminal activities, the Winklevoss brothers are being charged for the unregistered offer and sale of crypto asset securities to retail investors through the Gemini Earn Lending Program. Now, obviously, what they're accused of is bad, but kind of like Al Capone's tax evasion, it's not the worst thing that they've done. Tyler Winklevoss, one of the Winklevosses, decided to take the Elon Musk approach to dealing with the SEC and referred to the suit as a parking ticket on Twitter and vowed to defend his company. We'll get to see over time if this is a good approach or not. I kind of get the feeling that no one in the crypto space hires a lawyer before mouthing off on Twitter. Uh, maybe lawyers won't accept their tokens, I don't know. Anyhow, Gemini, the Winklevoss company, launched Earn two years ago with the idea of offering passive returns on cryptocurrency in exchange for the right to lend those tokens out. By August of 2021, the program, which offered quite high interest rates, reached $3 billion in assets. The SEC's complaint alleges that the Gemini Earn program constitutes an offer and sale of securities and should have been registered with the SEC. Now, back in 2021, around the time Gemini Earn had reached $3 billion in assets, Coinbase, who notified the SEC that they planned on issuing a similar product, received a Wells notice from the SEC warning them against launching a product that would allow customers to earn interest on their crypto holdings. Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, wrote a long Twitter thread at the time arguing that this was unfair. Now, it's worth noting that all communications from crypto companies seem to occur on Twitter. Central to Armstrong's argument was that the SEC refused to explain why they think a crypto lending product is a 
security. Now, securities are actually fairly well defined in the United States. The definition of a security includes a wide range of investment vehicles, including investment contracts and notes. An investment contract is an investment of money in a common enterprise with a reasonable expectation of profits derived from the entrepreneurial or managerial efforts of others. And under that definition, crypto lending products are clearly securities. In fact, many crypto tokens that you can think of would be classified as securities under that definition. The only other thing a crypto lending product could be considered is a bank account. And the reason bank accounts are not classified as securities is that they were specifically exempted from securities regulation because they're subject to banking regulation, which is significantly more onerous. You don't have to file a prospectus to issue bank accounts, but you do have to meet banking capital requirements and have bank examiners drop in from time to time. Crypto firms are definitely not aiming to be regulated as banks. So Gemini, the Winklevoss company, has or had this Earn product where it paid its customers interest on their crypto. They received that interest by lending the customer's crypto to this other company, Genesis, a unit of Barry Silbert's digital currency group. Genesis, in order to receive interest, lent the crypto to big crypto traders like Three Arrows Capital and Alameda Research. And I think you can probably guess how that worked out. When Genesis lost a lot of the money that they had been lending out, they shut down all withdrawals, including for Gemini Earn customers. Cameron Winklevoss began attacking Silbert about this on Twitter, the standard place for corporate disputes. Cameron was upset that Silbert made bad loans with customer money, which is essentially the exact same thing that the Twinkletoes brothers did. If there's one good thing I can say about Silbert, at least he hasn't released any videos of his music on YouTube. I should point out that the singing Winklevoss, as opposed to the guitar playing one, wears one of those wallet chains on stage, which is maybe a bit surprising for someone with such a passion for new forms of money. But that's beside the point. The SEC are now suing both of these firms, Gemini and Genesis, together for doing unregistered securities offerings. And the reason for this is, of course, that the two firms together appear to have done unregistered securities offerings. According to the complaint in December 2020, Genesis entered into an agreement with Gemini to offer Gemini customers, including retail investors in the United States, an opportunity to loan their crypto assets to Genesis in exchange for a promise to pay interest. Beginning in February 2021, Genesis and Gemini began offering the Gemini Earn program to retail investors. Gemini deducted an agent fee, sometimes as high as 4.29%, from the returns Genesis paid to Gemini Earn investors. According to the complaint, Genesis then exercised its discretion in how to use investors' crypto assets to generate revenue and pay interest to Gemini Earn investors. The SEC's complaint alleges that the Gemini Earn program constitutes an offer and sale of securities under applicable law and should have been registered with the commission. 
The complaint cites the two Supreme Court cases, Reeves v. Ernest and Young and SEC v. Howie, that decided what makes an investment a note or an investment contract under the law. They highlight that no alternative regulatory scheme or risk-reducing factors existed to protect investors with respect to the Gemini Earn program, thus the SEC has jurisdiction in this case. The complaint says that from inception, the defendants have explicitly marketed the Gemini Earn program as an investment opportunity, which led investors to reasonably expect to profit from their efforts. They include promotional media from the company websites, social media posts, and so on, where both firms publicly touted the ability for investors to earn yield or returns via Gemini Earn. The complaint says that Gemini repeatedly described Gemini Earn as an investment, repeatedly touted that the Gemini Earn interest rates were amongst the highest rates on the market, and that Gemini Earn investors could receive more than a hundred times the national interest rate. The lawsuit argues that Gemini Earn investors were led to expect that the defendant's efforts to generate the investment returns would result in profit for the investors. The main remedy in cases like this for an unregistered securities offering is that the issuer has to return all of the money to the investors, whether the security lost money or not, and pay a fine to the SEC. The complaint is asking for the court to order the defendants to disgorge their ill-gotten gains. Tyler Winklevoss, one of the Winklevosses, told the FT that Earn was regulated by the New York Department of Financial Services and called the SEC's enforcement action counterproductive. In their complaint, the SEC highlighted that while Gemini is licensed by the New York State Department of Financial Services, that licensing allows customers in the state to trade digital currencies on the exchange, but because the Earn product lent crypto for investment in return for an expected profit, it should have been registered as a security. Genesis filed for bankruptcy last week, and Cameron Winklevoss, one of the Winklevosses, announced on their corporate communications platform, Twitter, we will use every tool available to us in the bankruptcy court to maximize recovery for earn users. He added that recouping customer funds remains our highest priority, and that hopefully means that they won't have time for music, so that's at least a relief. It might have been better if the SEC had shut this scheme down early on, like they did with Coinbase, before the money had been lost or rendered inaccessible, as they say in the crypto space. There are, of course, numerous other crypto coins and tokens out there that, under the Howey test, would be classified as securities. In August of 2021, YouTube children's entertainer Logan Paul took to his podcast to announce another of his NFT projects. It's so fun, it provides a yield with a token, it can earn you money, Paul said on the podcast. He promised investors that CryptoZoo would eventually enter the metaverse, whatever that means. It turned out to not be fun and to lose people money, but who knows, maybe it will still one day enter the metaverse. I read the white paper for Logan's zoo token, and doing so was worse than listening to Mars Junction. It was significantly worse. 
Logan Paul's white paper was a crime against humanity. It included the phrase, by combining the proven success of gamified animal ownership with the anticipatory optimism of collecting trading cards. Yeah, and it goes on like that. It could be argued that Logan's crypto products are also unregistered securities offerings. The children who watch his YouTube channel invest money in a common enterprise with an expectation of profits derived from the entrepreneurial or managerial efforts of Logan Paul and his crypto cronies. That makes it sound a lot smarter than it actually is. After Logan was exposed by CoffeeZilla for taking advantage of his audience, or at least for attempting to take advantage of his audience, Logan Paul offered to reimburse some of the investors in his product, and I'm obviously using the term investors quite loosely there. He's not paying them back though in full for their losses, as he's chosen to pay them back in Ethereum, which has fallen significantly in value since he launched his NFT Zoo. Additionally, he's not compensating the investors who sold his tokens at a loss when they saw that he had abandoned the project. If the SEC were to get its act together and to go after more of these schemes, Logan would likely be required to make all of his investors whole and to pay a fine. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, make sure you tell your friends about it because that's how podcasts spread. Uh, have a great day and talk to you again soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Thank you to everyone who is supporting this content on Patreon. If you enjoyed this content, you can find more like it on YouTube, on the Patrick Boyle on Finance channel, or follow us on Twitter at Patrick E. Boyle. Thanks for listening. Bye.